Hello, hello everybody. Um, all well now here? How is all in Bunny Scotland? <laughs> yeah, welcome to Fox Force 5. Um, yeah, yeah, good. Yeah, oh my God, it's a lovely day here. I know we're not supposed to talk about the weather, but oh my God, it's a lovely day. Snowing um, here, loads, not in Cork, but snowing. Dublin has loads of snow. Yeah, and it's weird that they would get snow and you don't get snow. <laughs> my life is just so much more rosy when the weather is nice isn't it it's great um i am good yet yeah, hectic hectic week but all good obviously we no podcast last week because we great plans to do it together in person last weekend mm-hmm. and of course i don't know why we ever think we'll do it when we're together because when we're together we end up doing a thousand other things and yes. obviously there's children there and all that sort of stuff so um mm. but we had a lovely weekend didn't we and it's I lovely. spend loads of time with my fabulous little niece, Maeve. Yeah. <laughs> we did a lovely weekend. We had great crack and uh, so lovely to have uh, ye there. So we can just, and you know, the flight actually isn't bad, really. Like it's only an hour and even coming back, it was pretty smooth, I must say. So yeah, it's pretty now the flight times are changing because they're kind of disastrous. But in terms of our weekend, it worked out very well. And we were very glad to spend time with our lovely family too. So yeah, it was great. It was too weekend. too brief, but you know that's the way things go. But hoping to make a trip back now in the next couple of months. So let's get that organised. But anyway, we've loads to talk about today, so we better push on with stuff. So first up, number one. One. This is something we haven't talked about a lot, but I figure now's the time because next week there's a referendum. Oh, I knew you were going to talk about it. And I'm still <laughs> looking at about the whole thing to be totally honest with you. Well, let me tell you about it. Uh, yeah, I'm. I, unfortunately, I won't be voting because I'm not in Ireland, but you I would encourage everybody. Vote. No. Um, really? No, once you're living in a different country. The, I think you can vote in the presidential election, but that's it. Oh. How is Michael D? Any news on him this morning? Yeah, they just it was on the radio just to say that he'd spend the night in hospital, but he's in good spirits. But like, oh, bless oh, him. The fear, oh, my God. Fear the fear. Of fear. Getting sick. Oh, oh God. Stop. I mean, he's 82, the creator. Like, it's not like he's I a know. big chicken. Like. <laughs> I know. So anyway, referendum is taking place next Friday. Hopefully you're all registered uh, to vote, etc. I feel like this is one of those referendi, referendums. Yeah, refer- I know. It's uh, confusing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that people are like, it doesn't really matter. But actually, it does matter. And all of these things are very important and it's still very important to vote. So I hope everybody is, who's listening is planning to go and vote. Uh, now, we are not RTE. We are not the BBC. <laughs> we are not a balanced journalistic programme. So you won't be getting much in the way of um, me explaining why you should vote no. But I will certainly tell you why you should vote yes today. Oh, okay. Um, so on the 8th of March, Irish citizens will be asked to vote in two referendums to change our constitution. The first referendum concerns the concept of family in the constitution. Now, what I'm actually reading here is from the Irish government website. Mm. So this is not biased. This is just a fact. The second referendum proposes to delete an existing part of the cons- constitution and insert new text providing recognition for care provided by family members to each other. You have two separate votes on whether you wish to make the proposed changes to the current text of Article 41 of the constitution. Um, Okay, so the first one is the Family Amendment. The 39th Amendment to the Constitution will be on a white coloured ballot paper. It deals with Article 41 and Article 41.1.1 and Article 41.3.3. This is all a bit technical. But anyway, that article uh, currently states that the state recognises the family as the natural primary and fundamental unit group of society and as a moral institution possessing inalienable and imprescriptible rights 
antecedent and superior to all positive law. My God, it's antiquated language. Uh, the state pledges itself to guard with special care the institution of marriage on which the family is founded and to protect it against attack. Uh, the constitution currently recognises the centrality of the family unit in society and protects the family founded on marriage. The proposal is, in this amendment, there is one vote for two proposed changes. The proposal involves the insertion of additional text and the deletion of text. So here's what the proposals are. It will now stay, if you vote yes, the state recognises the family whether founded on marriage or on other durable relationships as the natural primary and fundamental unit group of society, etc, etc. And the deletion they want is in the second bit, which is the state pledges itself to guard with special care the institution of marriage and then they delete on which the family is founded and leave it as and to protect it against attack. So basically what that means is the constitutional protection of the family would be given to both the family based on marriage and durable relationships. It's more okay? like a, a modern family setup where yeah, like they're exactly. married or, you know, families made up of like two or three different families. You know, it's not necessarily exactly. like a man and wife. And there's no distinction as to their sex. It doesn't have to yeah. be a man and a woman. Um, so, I mean, all of us know people who are living in these types of families. So what in the world, why in the world are they not as equally should be recognised as a family as anyone else? So um, I think that makes sense. Uh, and then the care amendment, which is the other one. So that states in particular, the state recognises that by her life, and this is the one that, you know, has been getting a lot of women aerated for a very long time, quite rightly. The state recognises that by her life within the home, women gives to the state a support without which the common good cannot be achieved. It also says the state shall therefore endeavour to ensure that mothers shall not be obliged by economic necessity to engage in labour to the neglect of their duties in the home. Uh, it refers to the importance to the common good of the life of the woman within the home and that the state should endeavour to ensure that mothers should not go, have to go to work to neglect their duties in the home. So the proposal is as follows. Uh, it involves deleting the first article uh, and inserting a new article 42B as below. So the new article is the state recognises that the provision of care by members of a family to one another by reason of the bonds that exist among them gives to society a support without which the common good cannot be achieved and shall strive to support such provision. So essentially what that does is it says it will recognise the importance to the common good of the care provided by family members to each other. So it's not defined by sex. Again, it would provide that the state would strive to support the provision of such care within families. Now, this probably doesn't go far enough in the fact that... Mm, but the um, language is very um, oh, yeah. confusing as well, yeah. It's not doing enough to say how it will provide that support, if you know what I mean, for, for care to be able to happen. You know, if women do decide to stay at home or men decide to stay at home, how can they do that? Like, what are the, you know, are they going to be paid to do that? Are they going to be given extra resources? Like, what is the state going to do to help them? But anyway, that basically is it. The family referendum is a chance to recognise all families equally while still protecting marriage. A yes vote will give constitutional protection to lone parent families, kinship carers where relatives have stepped in to raise children, unmarried families and cohabiting couples. So... 
as I said, we all know people who are in those situations. So why should they not get the recognition they deserve as well? So Orla O'Connor, who is the director of the National Women's Council, said a yes vote on the care referendum is our chance to remove sexist language and limits on women from our constitution. We encourage all voters to really think, do we want our young women and girls growing up in Ireland where the constitution still tells them that their primary place, indeed their life, is in the home and that they have duties and the boys and men don't? Voting yes on the 8th of March will be a long step away from the dark past and a small step towards recognising the importance of care and the care roles of both women and men in our constitution. And that's why I would urge you and everyone listening to vote yes. It is an mm-hmm. antiquated piece of paperwork in our constitution that does not need to be there. And we do not belong in the home. We belong wherever we see fit for us it kind of goes further than that though I think like a lot of people who are voting no it's because they don't want it to change in the sense of like the for the role of the mother to be diminished that's what I've seen in terms of the no voters and stuff um so like there I mean it, it to be honest I don't know what way I'm going to vote yet I haven't looked into it enough and I don't like to vote unless I understand you know what I mean I'm definitely going to vote but I need to literally like put aside the time and like fully invest myself into it for a few hours during the week next week and like decide on what I'm going to do it'll probably be a yes yes but I just feel like it's very confusing and I know people that were involved in the writing of it like the changing of the language and all that are still like not that happy with like the final result of what Mm -hmm. was put forward for the referendum So there was talk of like changing it, changing the date and all that. But I know they wouldn't do that because I think of the way that it was falling on, like um, Women's Day and all that. They wanted to stick with the date. And it's, it's just it's just a funny referendum. I, it, it's yeah, it's it's an unusual one. The thing is, it, it to my mind, it kind of means nothing as it is, you know, yeah, the woman's yeah. place is in the home. And what? Like, but then so, some people look into it more and they feel like maybe it will, maybe it will have an impact on but, us and but, but, maybe it will but, have but an impact what, in court and all this stuff like, you know. But what are they going to do? Like if I'd say something if they were like a woman's place is in the home and therefore we yeah. provide every woman who decides to stay in the home this much money. Every I know. Week. Yeah, that'd be great. Grand. <laughs> yeah, fine. If that's what they really mean, you know. Yeah. But at the end of the day, they still deserve choice. You know what I mean? Yes, so. Yeah. So it shouldn't be in the constitution that that is their primary role or it should be their primary role. It's choice. It's all about choice. It's the same. The last two referendums that were on divorce and gay um, for gay rights and divorce, gay rights and the abortion referendum. It's all about choice. Mm. If you don't care, let somebody else have the choice. You know what I mean? That that is the bottom yes, line for to sure. my mind. Yeah, I think so, I, um, one thing I do appreciate is that we do hold referendums and stuff like that. And I do think it's um, you know, a good part of our important constitution and democracy that we do go and vote and all that. I'm very, very feel very strong about that. But I campaigned heavily during the abortion referendum and um I remember on when we won. Uh, I turned to the woman, our sort of leader in in Killarney and, and Kerry to an extent, Fiona Sarsfield. And she, I said to her, what now? What's next? You know, what do we mm. have to fix now? And she said, the woman's place in the home needs to be gotten rid of. And I said, great. So I'll be thinking of her now mm. next week when there's um, a result because that's been hanging around for a long time. And there's a lot of the old stock campaigners and stuff have been you know, wanting to get rid of it for a very, very long time. Um, 
feminists and uh, progressives. So there you go. Um, I, I think it's yes. a funny one, though, just to mention it, because we have had such volatile referendums, the last yeah. number of them, that this one is kind of like going along peacefully enough. And I think it's just Yeah, because I think people are like, it doesn't really matter. It like, doesn't really media. impact your day-to-day life. But the truth is, why is it? It's in our constitution. Yeah, I just why think is they've it in messed our up the language a bit. Like, I do definitely think they've messed up the way that they've worded it and like they haven't made it straightforward like the booklet came in the door the other day I must have a look at it but um and it's our first time voting in Glenmire so I am looking forward to all that and I'm telling you referendums cost an absolute astronomical amount of money to put on so don't be flippant about it it is important and no matter what way you vote just do the research and just vote. That's yes. the most important thing. Yeah. That's the bottom line. Um, okay, I'll just get down off my soapbox <laughs> now. Um, so over to you, Nicola, number two. 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 I thought we would talk about um, the impending excitement of Celebrity Big Brother next week. But before that, oh, I'm just going to mention, before we do that, that one of the hairy bikers died. I think it's I really know. sad. That's you know, I sad, feel like they've been on telly like forever. Forever. When we were yeah. small, they were on TV. And like the creators, they were such good buddies. And I think it's really sad. I was reading like his, um, the tribute yesterday that his colleague wrote for him. And yeah. oh God, it was very sad. So um, rest in peace, Dave Meyer. I think he was sick, wasn't he? Cancer. So yeah, the creator. He was only 66. Yeah. So that sad. was, I was cheering up at that reading that this morning. So mm-hmm. um, I just wanted to mention that. They were a joy to watch on telly. Like they were always kind of the thing you could throw on. It was like nice, easy cooking show to watch. Yeah. Um, but anywho, so yes, Celebrity Big Brother next week. Whoop, whoop. So we know. I know nothing about who's what? going in. Do you know? So yes, I don't yeah. know who's going in. I'll go through them now. Some of oh, them have me. no notion who they are. Okay. Uh, and some of them. <laughs> Lot of influencers. Yes, yeah. And some of them I am kind of looking forward to seeing. So uh, number one, I suppose that we all probably know is Louis Walsh is going in. <laughs> oh, no. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah, Louis Walsh is going in. Oh, he's going to be I'm cringe. Looking forward to it. Yeah, but he's going to be totally cringe. But like, we oh, kind no. of enjoyed him on the X Factor and stuff, and he hasn't been involved in anything in a long time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on. Okay. So he's going in. Um, Burn Britain is going in as well. Oh. Uh, she hasn't really done much in the public eye. She'll stir the, the past a bit. Yeah. yeah, I think she'll be a bit fiery, so that'll be good. Mm-hmm. Do you know who's going in is the guy who plays, Colson Smith is his name. He's the guy who plays, um, oh my God, what's his name? He's the redhead kind of, Craig on Coronation Street. You know, oh. redhead fella, he's going in. Yeah. Uh, Ekin oh. Sue from Love Island two years ago, who was like an epic Love Island character. Oh, really? She's okay, going cool. in. And so Chloe Burrows is also a former Love Island head, but again, like, good crack. She's. Oh, I know her. Blonde yes. girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's talk of Sharon Osbourne going in, but as like kind of oh. the, not the a first night. Yes, yeah. yeah. So She's I think probably she too high profile. And to her be there and Louis used to always be fiery with each other. So yeah. I think that'll actually be a good dynamic. <laughs> Didn't she throw water in his face one time? Oh, yeah. What? So yeah, I think yeah. that could be oh, very uh, funny. Have you as seen well. Kelly Osbourne recently, by the way? She's tiny. She looks yeah. amazing. She looks so like her mom. She had a baby. She's a little boy. Uh, she looks unreal. She was singing the praises of one of those wonder diet drugs. Oh, probably. I was going to pick her one of those, everyone. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Um, <laughs> another couple right, of people on. then that we did, I don't really know much about. It. There's a Ukrainian dancer from Dancing with the Star. Oh, sorry, I get confused between the Irish one and the BBC one. Um, oh yeah, Streets from Dancing. Nikita Kuzmin. He's going. Oh in. yeah, he's Ukrainian, yeah. so that might be interesting mm-hmm. to hear like his thoughts on the war and all that. A guy I recognise this guy's face, David Potts. He I don't know if you ever saw but, um, Ibiza. No, Ibiza Weekender. It only comes on very late at night. Sometimes I've seen it like, and I was really <laughs> drunk any time. I've watched it so it's like that kind of show he is like a lot of plastic surgery very cab big fake oh. teeth you know that kind of vibe yeah yeah um, big so energy big energy so he could be uh, interesting to watch uh, Bradley Riches an actor from Heartstopper on Netflix handsome oh. young guy uh, yeah. openly gay and autistic so again like kind of bringing um a different perspective. Different perspective, thing. yeah. Uh, ZZ Mills, I don't know her. She seems to be big on like uh, YouTube and stuff like that. And she okay. uh, interviews a lot of um, cultural commentator is her title. She seems to um, yeah interview a lot of big stars. And Marisha Wallace, who was in um, one... Oh, oh, sorry, she's a Broadway actress. So 38 Broadway actress. Um, she's American so again, big character, I'd say. And then I thought there was one more there. That, oh, Lauren Simon. She was uh, one of the Real Housewives of Cheshire. So again, oh. I think she could be interesting, though, because I feel like she might not mm. give two fucks, you know, that kind of way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, a couple more. Gary Goldsmith, also don't know this guy. He's Kate Middleton's uncle. <laughs> Bizarre, bottom of the barrel stuff. Oh, there. God. Yeah, bottom um, of the barrel. But like, they just love that they can say they've got yeah. a royal... And then um, a great character that we all know is Levi Roots is going in. Oh, he's cool. Yeah, Yeah, very cool. cool. So he obviously made it big in Dragon's Den in 2007 when they invested in... No, they never invested. Wasn't that the story? He didn't invest. They didn't invest in Rega Rega Sauce. He went off and did it himself, didn't he? But he sang on Dragon's Den. Oh, yeah. I think. BBC show looking for 50,000 investment for a 40% stake in his business. So, yeah, he mustn't have gotten it. Interesting. But anyway, um, it's a jerk barbecue sauce. And it uh, Sainsbury's took it on them, themselves and basically yeah. a ton of money. So yeah, I think regular, regular get it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. That's it. Actually, Chloe Burrows isn't on this list, but I heard she was going in. I read her name on oh. another thing. So who knows? Two million, I think someone said they were, their budget was for guests like hefty, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, but think I think it's um, going to be good, be good though. Because I, yeah, the normal too. Big Brother was very enjoyable and I thought the tasks yeah. and all that they did were very good. So I'm really looking mm. forward to it. Um, and we're not yeah. suffering from Big Brother overload yet, you know? So, no. um, so that'll yeah. be, I think it's Sunday it's starting, is it? Uh, Sunday Monday. Monday. Monday night. Yeah. At eight yeah. or nine o'clock, uh, it'll be on Virgin Media in Ireland and ITV in ITV. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Six weeks, six days a week. Yeah. I don't know how many weeks it's going to go on for, but anyway, yes, yeah, starting Monday. It's probably five or six cool. weeks go on for. Yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Seventy Big Brother 2024. Hooray. Okay. Number three. Three. Uh, the person this week is a totally random one. I like to do just a completely <laughs> random woman every now and again. And this one, her name is Dr. Denmark. And Leila Denmark was the world's oldest doctor when she retired oh. at the age of? 100. 103. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how I'd feel about getting a 103-year-old no. doctor. But anyway, um, that was in 2001 after wow. 73 years of wow. practicing, being a practicing pediatrician. She was born this week in ni- 1898 and began treating wow. children in 1928 
and was caring for the grandchildren and great-grandchildren of her first patients by the time she retired. Dr. Denmark, however, didn't view those seven decades as work. As she once said, doing what you don't like is work. Doing what you like is play. I've never worked a day in my life. She was born in Portal, Georgia, and she was the only female graduate in her 1928 class at the Medical College of Georgia and was believed to have been the first female paediatrician in the state. After an epidemic of whooping cough killed many infants in 1932, she also became actively involved in medical research. She worked with researchers at Emory University to develop a successful pertussis vaccine and was awarded the Fisher Prize in 1935 in recognition of her work as a co-developer of the vaccine. When she passed away in 2012 at the age of... Oh, so she actually practised in 103, so... Maybe like she gave up the ghost then after she stopped practicing. 104. <laughs> 114. No. Jesus. She's some magical woman here. Some witch witchcraft going on here. A 106-year-old uh, died in Glenmire last week. She was one of the oldest women in Ireland. Right. 106. Um, <laughs> she was the fifth oldest person in the world wow. when she died. Following her death, the dean of her medical school, Dr. Peter Buckley, fine Irish name there, honoured her for her decades of service, stating, Layla was the kind of physician we hope all of our graduates become, a pioneer in their field, a caring and kind caretaker and a consummate professional. She led by example, counselling us to be better parents, to raise healthier children and to set an example ourselves, to live right and eat right, as she would say. In 2006, when asked about her secret for a long life, Dr. Denmark replied, you keep on doing what you do best as long as you can. I enjoyed every minute of it for more than 70 years. If I could live it over again, I'd do exactly the same thing and marry the same man. Isn't that so cute? that's so sweet. Can I ask you, sorry, I don't know if you mentioned it there, but did she have children? Don't know, actually. I don't think you'd live that long if you had kids. (laughs) (laughs) Probably not, you know. Secret to a long life, no children. (laughs) Denmark children. She's a great woman. You looking uh, it up? <laughs> I am looking it up, yeah. I bet she doesn't. Because I feel like, like I mean, we love them to bits, but they definitely chuck a few years off your life. One child. <laughs> okay, one well, child. Look, there you go. <laughs> a girl. There you go. <laughs> oh, girl, yeah, making life easy. <laughs> and it's funny, it says here, actually, she became a super centenarian, which I hadn't heard of before, which is when you hit 110. Oh, wow. Isn't that interesting? That's mad. It's mad. Like, you wonder like how she was in the end. Like, well, she must have been flying it up until 103. So uh, uh, Wikipedia says she was one of few super centenarians notable for something other than their longevity. So like <laughs> all the other ones just sat in their ass their whole life. That's why they lived so long where yeah. she actually worked hard. Wow. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm sure that isn't the case. OK, anyway, she's interesting. There you go. Right. Uh, number four, over to you. I found this yesterday and it made me laugh an awful lot. And it's so silly and so simple, but he gives me joy. There's this guy, he's a comic in the US. His name is Joshua Nassar and he's on um, Instagram as Josh Nassar and he's on TikTok. He's, I mean, he has millions of followers on TikTok. He's only like 600,000 on Instagram. So I think like TikTok is really his platform, but it doesn't matter because yeah. he puts all his little videos up on Instagram anyway, so you can enjoy him there. What's his handle? Uh, Josh Nassar. Joshua Nassar is his name and it's just at Josh Nassar, J-O-S-H-N-A-S-A-R. Okay. So he 
this guy is just, it's just so simple. But all he does is drive around and like roll down his window when he stopped the traffic and stuff. He talks to people in cars next to him. But oh, like yeah? he gives them like chat up lines and he says complimentary <laughs> stuff to them and sees their reaction. Oh, some, and he's in America, like, so you can imagine how the big personality is like. There was one yesterday and he's like, um, there's... is it generally like, does he, I imagine he doesn't put up everything he films, but is it like generally? Positive oh, it's like it's this kind of thing like your man is talking back to him from his car like oh but, yeah 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 um but like yesterday there was this um <laughs> black girl driving and she'd like loads of girls in the back too so i think it was like maybe like a hen or something that they were out in kind of a party bus kind of thing so you want to roll down a window and he was like hey sorry are you a librarian and she's like what oh and he's like because i'd love to check you out and the whole place erupted the whole bus erupted it was like open top bus it was the funniest thing it's just really simple stuff like that or people would be sitting waiting for a bus and he'll roll out his window and talk to them and sit like again chat them up and there was one there a really pretty girl and he was like sorry uh do you believe in love first sight she's like um i don't know and he's like i'm just wondering should i like reverse and drive back past you again and stuff like that and it's just people reacting and they're like oh no ah, like the laugh you know everyone like a rock yeah laugh. I guess or, most people would probably be fairly positive to being shouted yeah at, yeah it's know. very funny and like even there's this really handsome guy driving a car and he's like I just want to say you're really handsome you've an unreal car and you're obviously rich so I'm very jealous and your man rocks <laughs> laughing and it's just like it's so simple but it gave oh. me a lot of uh, laughs. I remember when we were coming out of the pandemic and I remember that where you could actually kind of talk to people again. And I remember being like, wow, talking to people. This is weird. Yeah. You know, and we remember we went to London. We went to mm. Windsor for that night, that January. And um, and you have these little exchanges with people and you're like, yes, wow, yeah. like, you should get energy from the meeting people and talking to them. And yeah, oh, I was actually. at this thing in Glasgow this week where I met lots of new people and I was like yeah I was like buzzing coming out of it yeah it's, it's lovely it's, you forget you know and, and we shy away from you know putting ourselves out there sometimes and actually it can be really good for us you know, it can be really energising just mm. shooting the breeze with people or just like having an exchange you know and yeah. I don't know it's funny it just adds to your daily life doesn't it you we know? were in uh, the pub last actually when Kelly was kind of babysitting for us and uh, it was Scotland and England that afternoon but we were watching the Ireland match and just the crack, everyone having the bent. Yeah, the bent. And mm. like there was these, oh God, I hate to say it, but like portaloos. They were really clean now, right? But the bar is so big <laughs> that they have portaloos. And yeah. eventually, sure, after like five or six drinks, it was like, oh, just use the portaloo, life is easier. And sure, so it was <laughs> men and women like just chatting away and like the crack uh-huh. in the queue for those portaloos. Honestly. Sure, that's the best. And and you've got the thing, the banter, because everybody's in different, like you know, England sports, Ireland sports, Scotland yeah. sports. And then you get, you can kind of rip each other based on that. And everybody totally. knows that you've got a common ground of the rugby or whatever. Yeah, like, so they're really always great crack. days out. But it does, yeah, it yeah. definitely does. Like I'm one of these people that it definitely feeds my energy. Like I, I just love mm. it. Like this random shite talk. Like it's great crack, but then plus we get bored of talking to the same people all the time. Yeah, it's nice to meet new people. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'm just sometimes remind me so much of my mother's daughter. You know, I just see mom and us so much more the older we get. Like she'd be, she'd never shy away chatting, shite to someone. Like you know, and I feel like the older I get, the more I'm like that now. <laughs> I thought you were going to say because of screaming at the telly when the rugby's on. I thought that's no, what the comparison is no, going to be. The chatting to people or like you know yeah. just mm-hmm. because even when we got on the plane last Friday night, like people were looking at. I was like, she's fine, she's a good baby. I was like, you know, like looking at <laughs> random people. No, I was two seconds deep, but still it was just like yeah. just, I'd say Jer sometimes is like this woman is mental. <laughs> um I when I was walking through the train station the other day, going back to pay, pay, paying people compliments, 
there was a guy doing like, I don't know, a chugger, you know, doing the charity, trying to get you to stop to talk about charity oh, or whatever. Yes, yeah. And he was like, lady in the fabulous coat, can I talk to you for a minute? I was wearing my, you know, my long yellow, yellow tartan one. coat, yeah, which yeah. honestly, I'm not joking. There's some pieces of clothes in your life that people compliment every yes. time I wear that yeah, coat, somebody yeah. stops me. And then I'm like, tap shop. And they're like, what? Um, but... Yeah, and I was like, oh, thank you very much. But I'm very, I'm terribly busy. <laughs> Sorry. And in my head, I'm thinking, it was cat's protection. In my head, I'm thinking, I just spent 200 quid on a cat. I've just paid an absolute <laughs> fortune in vet's bills. I'm paying an absolute fortune in monthly pet insurance. Cat's protection can go know, whistle yeah. for a while. <laughs> I know. But um, no, it was it's nice. nice. It's nice. It's lovely to get a compliment every now and again. It is. And this even guy is good, like stranger. heartwarming stuff. It's so funny. And like, so, like he's a comedian, like, so some of it is very funny what he says. Oh, OK, you know, I feel I like I'm going to watch some of, some of that tonight. But it has to be short, you know, it's short mm. sentences. Short and short. Because yeah, yeah, if you yeah. try to have a conversation with someone in the car, they're not going to do it. It has to be also, like, it's very quick. A little bit risky when you're totally. in traffic. Totally. In America <laughs> too, like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Josh Nassar. You'll get him on Instagram, but also on TikTok. Thank you very much, Nicola. Right, number five. Five. This week, it was announced that pop star Kate Bush has been, is going to be this year's ambassador for Record Store Day on April 20th. And I think this is, for me, it's more Kate Bush news than Record mm, Day yes, news because yeah. I think it's different in Ireland. But Bush said it was a great privilege to support the initiative which champions independent record shops and final collectors across the UK. Um, and she's talking about, you know, how fab it is to see the resurgence in vinyl. Um she said, um, isn't it great to see how the resurgence vinyl has taken the music industry by surprise? It had decided to leave vinyl far behind, but it's, it would seem that not everyone agrees. I love that. I know there are many, many artists who are just as excited to see the audience turning the tide. This year's Record Store Day will see hundreds of limited edition one-off albums and singles released with titles by David Bowie, The 1975, Olivia Rodrigo, Notorious B.I.G., The Beatles, De La Soul and Gorillaz amongst the most sought after items. As an ambassador, Bush will help to promote the event, which often generates long queues of record collectors, as well as in-store performances and other special events. The star will also lend her support by releasing a special 10-inch vinyl of Eat the Music from her 1993 album Red Shoes. Initially intended as the album's lead single, it was scrapped in favour of the more radio-centric Rubber Band Girl. The Record Store Day release features the original artwork printed directly onto the disc instead of on the record sleeve itself. Uh, while she's not released new music since 2011, Bush has seen a resurgence in popularity thanks to the use of Running Up That Hill in hit sci-fi show Stranger Things. After exploding on TikTok, it went to number one in the UK charts and gave Bush her first top 10 hit in the US after 38 years. Um, there you go. And she just, she said in the same way that pe some people like to read a book on Kindle, but also want to have a book as a physical object. A lot of people like vinyl and streaming, she wrote. Both have different appeals. The added bonus of vinyl is that it encourages people to listen to albums, an art form that I've always thought can be treasured in a unique way. An album on vinyl is a beautiful thing, given a strong identity by its large scale artwork. There's a much more personal connection with the artist and their work. That was nice, actually. She kind of is explaining there why you should you know, embrace a vinyl album. Yeah. She concluded by saying, this year I hope you have a fantastic time at this very important event and that you get to celebrate music that's been specially released for you. There you go. That yeah, was interesting nice, one. nice story. Do you know, while you're talking there actually about, um, I was having this conversation with somebody lately because there's so many old songs coming back into the charts, you know, Sophia Lys Bexter for Saltburn. Mm. 
So Murder mm-hmm. on the Dance Floor is everywhere now. And also, I was wondering why, because I haven't seen the movie, but um, Natasha Bedingfield's Unwritten is also everywhere now as well. Because is it on one in, day or something? It was or in that it? Anyone But You movie, that Sydney Sweeney thing, that oh, apparently okay. is actually a very good rom-com. And apparently it's quite big to the storyline. I haven't seen it, but it's supposed to be good. And I kind of think it's nice to kind of, these older songs getting their heyday again, like, and... That's because the royalties back to them. I know, but like, but <laughs> we're all now. <laughs> I know, but it's just I don't know. I just kind of like and like because it pisses me off that so much modern music is just like sampling old music, like so yeah. many rap songs and all that but, now. But I guess it was the same songs. for us. Like all the rap songs were, were sampling old songs like Dana Summer and of course it was. Oh, it's but, the but there was thing, still Nicola. a lot of original it's stuff cyclical. in the 90s. There was loads of original stuff in the Oh, 90s. Nicola, you're being a complete cliche there of music today is terrible and my day was so much better. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. But you, did you really think music today is better than it was in the 90s? I just think it's different. I just think it's not our thing. I think... It doesn't matter what I think about it because it's not my generation. Do you know what I mean? Like, not your generation. That, any generation can enjoy music. What do you want about? No, I know, <laughs> but I wouldn't. I wouldn't be like music today is shite because it's not music for me. It's music for eighteen and twenty year olds or whatever. Like, what there's certain stuff though? like I don't know Beyonce, Harry Styles, Dua Lipa, some of them that kind yeah. of straddle the age, mm. the generations. You know, and I love some of that stuff. You know, yeah. but then there's Things like, I mean, I don't get them. I hear them on the radio and I don't get them. But I don't, I just feel like when we were that age, we were also like. I suppose. This is the best music ever. Our parents' (laughs) music is terrible. Or, you know, and it's just, it's generational and it's cyclical. And in 20 years time, the kids of today will be saying the exact same thing. It's it's exactly the same thing, you know. But um, I mean, I just can't bring myself to listen to BBC Radio 1 all the time. I just can't do it anymore. (laughs) Just not the demographic. <laughs> yeah, you see, because I put on like the morning, the morning breakfast shows and stuff. Because I suppose I'm up to crack it on. So yes. it's a lot of the same fucking yeah. music and re- repetition, you know. And it's just like, oh, it's like gets you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyone I know that listens to like commercial breakfast radio often have a better grasp of pop songs pop and what's music. In the charts. Yeah, more yeah. so than I did for years because I never yeah. listened to it before when I was just yeah. going to work in the mornings. Whereas now I'm around the house, I always have the radio on from like half six to 12 I listen to the radio you know yeah, so it's yeah. mad I hear the same songs repeated so much but yeah but it's I also got to do with like demographics you know so like my favourite radio station is BBC Radio 6 yes music. and I like classic and the kids. demographic is like 35 <laughs> to 44 yes, or yes. until recently it was actually 35 to 50 something so whether we know it or not I know we're all we are doing exactly what they think you know we're yes, we're yeah. tuning into the things we like because that's our age group that's our yes. demographic to, to an extent I mean yeah. it's not completely black and white and you can dip in and out of things and I certainly do you know go to different programs different times different days and etc but um, yeah each to their own I guess is the thing yes. so um that's the crack in a way. Anything exciting on the cards for the weekend, Nicola? Uh, my lovely friend Emma had a little baby boy there a couple of weeks ago. So going to visit Scott Thompson for the first time. Scott Thompson. Scott Thompson. And uh, that's it, really. Um, yeah, that's it. I look after Tate and because uh, Tate had his oh. balls cut off yesterday. Everybody. Oh, poor Tate. I'm sure the dog oh, is not a person, <laughs> just in case anyone's confused. The eunuch. So he's walking around the place <laughs> with a cone and hitting up everything and has no peripheral vision. Oh. So like... Like can't manage to do anything 
So between the baby now and the dog, um, it's, uh, my hands are <laughs> the full. Blinding, the blinding. Like he came oh, in from you. the garden there with the cone covered in mud. I don't know how he oh, actually managed no. to do it because I think he's like trying to sniff the ground. But like as he sniffs the ground, the collar just gets <laughs> I just want to get my nose into the dirt. So yeah, I was yeah. there like trying to manage the baby and then trying to wash his cone around his head. And it was just like, this is just a new thing now. <laughs> so yeah. it's like having a second child. Um, uh, but that's it. Yes. And yourself? Uh, I am... Going oh, shopping tomorrow. Are you not going to Hamilton this weekend, no? Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shopping tomorrow. To I've got a wedding in a few weeks' time. I'm looking forward to Paul and Fiona's wedding. Um, I need to get a dress for that. So please, God, Glasgow shops, be kind to me tomorrow. Um, And then going to see Hamilton tomorrow night in yay. Edinburgh, which I'm pumped for. Um, And Sunday then, it's Stuart's brother's 50th. My oh, God. Very good. Um, so we've got lunch with the family over here for that as well. So pretty busy weekend. And I've got loads of life admin to do in between, like, for example... Cleaning out the shoe slash coat cupboard, which is like, <laughs> a, honestly, oh, sorry, it is I left my shoes just like thrown a, around the place there too. The other day, so. <laughs> but you know the way you're like looking at it going, and every time, twice a day, I'm like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> I, I know, to, and you know, if you I have to sort job, this out, it's bad for my mental health. No, I know it'll job. take twenty minutes. Yeah, you know what I, know. I mean? You just put it but um, mm. yeah, got to do stuff like that. So God, that's really dull. <laughs> but anyway, oh, you're going shopping um, in Hamilton and part on a birthday, so there's loads of stuff on. I know. I had to laugh at Stuart because, like, I told him I need to go get a dress this Saturday. I think I told him two weeks ago. I've been planning it. And um, then yesterday we were like in the kitchen and he goes to the girls and guys, guess what? You get to go to Granny's on Saturday. And I was like, you what? So basically he's gone off and made his own plans so he can go out to the football. Oh, hilarious. <laughs> and I was like, would it kill you to miss one week of the football, you know? And he was like, well, I have to miss it next week because of Mother's Day. Oh. And I certainly didn't ask him <laughs> to miss it because of Mother's Day. But you know what? Now I'm kind of tempted to just go off and do something yeah. myself for Mother's Day. But anyway, we're running out of time, so we better go. Everybody have a wonderful weekend. Do your research on the referendum, please. Love you long time. Enjoy Big Brother. You Catch you later. Have a Bye. great one. Bye.